It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What is up, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It is a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday after a Reds move. That's right. We're not talking about rumors. We're not talking about conjecture. The Reds have signed Wade Miley to a two-year deal for $15 million. We're going to get into all of that in just a minute and what it means for the rest of this offseason. I've got some thoughts on that as well. But before we do, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and the show at Lockdown Reds. And also save that Locked On Reds line into your phone at 513-549-0159. I want to get your reactions to this deal because here's the deal. When it comes to Wade Miley, is he hitting? No. He is not an everyday position player that bats in the lineup. He, well, you know, he'll bat ninth or eighth or wherever it is that, you know, David Bell puts him. But he is the pitching. And as it was pointed out by a number of different people on the wonderful Twitter.com, going into the 2018 season, really leaving the 2018 season, the absolute biggest glaring hole, the biggest need that the Reds had was pitching. Heading into the 2020 season, they have one of the best pitching staffs definitely starting rotations in the National League. It's, it's, it's indisputable. Now, I'm not saying they got the best, but they are in the argument for being the best. You've got Luis Castillo, followed by Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, and then some combination of Wade Miley and Anthony DiScalfani, four and five. That is pretty darn good. Wade Miley last season, just to run off the numbers for you, he pitched for Houston in 2019 to the tune of 33 starts. He had a 398 ERA in 167 innings pitched, 140 strikeouts in those 167 and a third innings pitched. He also had a strikeouts per walk ratio of two. Point three, Very efficient with his pitches, very controlling, and a stalwart in that Astros rotation last season. He will be huge for the Reds, and I love this on a number of different levels. And it's funny because I was, I was trying to think of a nickname. I mean, obviously, Mike Moustakis, you have the absolute easiest nickname in the world. You just call him Moose. You don't even have to really think about it. With Wade Miley, it was a little bit harder. And the only thing that I could think of was there was this guy that I used to go to school with in high school. And shout out to him. I don't know if he's listening to the podcast. I know he wasn't a huge sports fan back in the day, but his name was Wade Money. We can call Wade Miley Moneyball. I don't know. That's that's probably way too... Yeah, I, 
that's that's dumb. But you know, Shannon out to Wade Money. Anyway, they got me thinking about him, this deal with Wade Miley. But an absolutely awesome deal. And it's funny. I called this. Okay, I didn't really call it. I didn't say the Reds were going to sign him, but I thought that it was a really, really good idea, even as soon as just, you know, a few weeks back. I was talking about guys that the Reds could look at for their fifth starter spot. And Wade Miley was like the blueprint for this. Solid pitcher who gives you a lot of innings, an innings eater, who's not going to cost a lot of money. And look, he doesn't. $7.5 million a year. That is completely doable and completely leaves still much of the hypothetical pretend budget that we've all set up for the Reds to do something with, whether it be through a trade or whatnot. But I, I think that this is a great signing on a number of different levels and, and something that I even looked at because when you look at those statistics, a 3.98 ERA for the season, yeah, that's all well and good, but you're a little, you're like, well, that's almost four. And when you start to get into the fours, then you're talking about an average pitcher. But here's the thing with Wade Miley. If you look at his statistics, and I'll take a sample size, but this sample size isn't even that small. It's a pretty big one. If you take away the starts that he had in the month of September, you know, there in the regular season, which amounts to five starts. If you take away five starts, the last five that he made, they weren't good. I'll be straight with you. He pitched 11 and a third innings. In those five starts, he gave up 21 earned runs. However, when you remove those statistics, his season ERA was 3.05. <gasps> Boy, we're talking about a real good pitcher then. It's something about that number, something about the ERA number. When it gets closer to two, then it gets closer to four, and you're like, whoa, he's good, man. Holy cow. Wade Miley was in that discussion if you remove the last five starts of the season. So we're not even talking about a dude who you need to monitor his workload. You pitch him. Maybe every so often you throw Tyler Malley in there as your super six star. I'm going to get to Tyler Malley here in a minute and what that means and what this signing means for him. But overall, you have removed the question mark. And you know what? If, if, if during spring training, Tyler Malley makes it a conversation, then, you know, all power to him. And the Reds are better off for it. But they have removed the question mark of who will be the fifth starter. Because right now it's, ta- it's going to be Wade Miley. He's going to be your number five starter. That means there are no question marks. I mean, there, there's kind of a question mark with Trevor Bauer if he can return to form. But there's no question marks in that starting rotation heading into 2020. What did these playoff teams do this year? They pitched. They pitched the hell out of the ball. The Reds can do that. We're going to talk about what this deal means for Tyler Malley here in a minute and what it means for the rest of this offseason. But first, as I mentioned ad nauseum in the first half of today's episode, the Reds got Wade Miley. They have solidified their starting rotation with a very good year, two years, $15 million for Wade Miley. What does that mean for our resident young gun? The guy with the with loads of potential. I still think that his ceiling is very high, just based on what I've seen. I've seen some really good stuff 
from Tyler Malley. What does that mean for him? There's a, there's a couple of things, really. And really, I'm okay with either one. There has been a proposed deal, rumors going around, that the Reds are talking with the Houston Astros about Carlos Correa. And I know that Carlos Correa is a little bit injury prone and things of that nature, but there's a decent idea that maybe Tyler Malley could be part of that deal. I'm totally okay with that. Look, if you can trade future potential for current success, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Because here's the deal with potential. It's a possibility. Current success is right now. It's in your face. That's what the Reds are going for. We've spent the last five, maybe even six years, if you want to argue, looking at the future potential of this team. And without completely mortgaging everything that you possibly can and spending everything right now this year and jeopardizing the future of the team, you need to go for it as much as you possibly can. Tyler Malley represents a good chance to do that because while he has been great, he could be a great trade chip just because of that. And as a youngster, he's been, you know, inconsistent. And he was belabored by some former Reds broadcasters. Won't name any names. But the point on Tyler Malley was a little bit uh, poo-pooed by some former Reds broadcasters. Now, I don't necessarily think that he's a bust. I think that he is definitely a guy you can invest in. And if something happens and the Reds don't include him in a deal, then guess what? You've got a deep starting rotation because now you've got a super six starter, a guy who can do the long innings. He can come in whenever the starter is struggling a bit. Maybe something happens and he gets hurt. Bam. You insert Tyler Malley. You're not worried. You're you're not worried. Boy, we just had to hand three, maybe even four innings to a guy that we consider a mop-up pitcher. No, Tyler Malley has the talent to carry a bullpen as far as the long roll is concerned. So I like the idea of being able to keep him. He, You can throw him out there every so often, maybe to give Wade Miley an extra set of days for rest or something like that. Because as I had mentioned in the first half, Wade Miley's last five starts of the year did not go so well. He only pitched 11 and a third innings in those five starts, and he gave up 21 earned runs in those 11 and third innings. So if you take that out, if Tyler Malley takes those five starts and he gives you all he's got for those five starts, then boom, we're talking about a Wade Miley with a 3.05 ERA in your starting rotation as a regular starter, giving you 25 plus starts. Maybe Tyler Malley gives you 5 to 10 starts. That's just amazing. And as Jason Linden pointed out on Twitter, our friend over at the Red Leg Nation radio podcast, saying most teams, most average teams, had at least two starting pitchers qualify for the ERA title last season. You need a deep starting staff. So if the Reds don't trade Tyler Malley, they've got that deep starting staff. And as we saw last year, when it came to Alex Wood entering the season with an injury, it was nice to have that super six starter. Now, I'm not saying that we've got that guy that it's going to happen in spring training. We're going to have somebody go down. Fingers crossed, we come through spring training completely healthy because, man, this team completely healthy is a juggernaut, I think. 
I, I really think because we're going to make another move or two here on the hitting side, and this team's just going to be phenomenal. I'm looking so forward to this upcoming season. But the Wade Miley move opens up so much with Tyler Malley. The possibilities are nice for him. You can take the pressure off of him. He no longer has to be the number five guy. He can earn that spot. And I like that. I like taking pressure off of young guys and giving them an environment in which they can grow and not feel stressed whenever they have a bad outing. On the other end of the spectrum, as I had kind of mentioned before, what it means for the rest of the offseason is this. They don't have to worry about that arm. They don't have to worry about the fifth spot in the rotation now. They don't have to go after, you know, looking at, you know, free agents for another starter or something like that because I get it. They were in the Zach Wheeler sweepstakes. They lost out. But guess what? Zach Wheeler costs a heck of a ton more than Wade Miley does. There were rumors that they were looking at Madison Bumgarner. He costs double as much as Wade Miley does. Hyunjin Ryu is going to cost more than Madison Bumgarner, i.e. lots more than Wade Miley does. Here's the thing with Dick Williams and Nick Crawl. Everyone has been antsy this offseason, and, and, and with good reason. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong to be impatient. I've been impatient too, and I'm still sort of impatient on the fact that we really haven't gotten that, uh, you know, one more hitter to solidify this lineup. That's what I'm looking for here. But at the same time, it has ha- it happened last offseason, coming into opening day. And gosh darn it, if it's not going to be this way, this coming o- opening day, we're going to look back on this offseason and say, you know what? We made some real smart moves. We made some savvy signings where they went in, they got good talent for decent money. And yeah, I know Mike Moustakis broke the record for free agent deal by the Reds, but at the end of the day, and and some people even say that the Reds overpaid for Moustakis, but at the end of the day, they didn't break the bank. At the end of the day, they made smart moves. Isn't that what we're looking for? I mean, I know we're looking for playoff wins and championships and stuff like that, but you don't, I mean, if anything has been shown, and yes, the Yankees do have World Series titles in the last 20 years, I understand this point, and I know that this is a little bit of a shaky bridge to stand on, but I still believe this, you cannot consistently throw darts at free agents and expect to build a winning culture. You've got to have smart moves. You've got to bring in guys who are good for your clubhouse. And from all reports, the two guys that the Reds have signed are exactly that. They're good on the field. They're good off the field. I'm not going to go too crazy with the good off the field kind of guys because good off the field doesn't win you championships. But if you can get that with the talent on the field, why wouldn't you? And I love this move. I love every single bit of this move. This is this is what uh, really when, when when we were looking at the checkpoints for this offseason, the the check marks that we wanted to fill. Get the hitting. Maybe get some bullpen help. Maybe get a fifth starter that you can hang your hat on. This is the kind of guy I was looking for for the Reds to get in their fifth starter spot. I'm super happy with what's gone on right now. Let's go get some more hitting Reds. That's going to be it for me today. I'm just, I'm, 
hey, I'm excited. I was excited when we got Moose. I'm excited with Miley. Now let's see what's next because we know there's more. We know this isn't the end. There's more coming from this front office. Thanks so much for listening to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on every podcasting platform out there. Subs- I already said that. Follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Jeff Carr with three Fs and at Locked On Reds for the show. Also, save that Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Man, Wade Miley is a Cincinnati Red, and the Reds have one of the best starting rotations in the National League. I defy anybody to tell me otherwise. This is the Lockdown Reds Podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 